Good morning. For the past few Sundays, we have learned of Jesus's expectations of us to be faithful followers. In today's gospel reading, his message gets even clearer as we hear Jesus explain what it takes to be a true disciple. His message is direct. To be a true disciple is not for the faint of heart and takes true commitment and sacrifice. As we begin the season of creation and we spend the next few weeks focused on our responsibility as stewards of creation, this gospel is a wake-up call to all of us who strive to be disciples of Christ who love God's creation. In Jesus' list of expectations for his disciples, I suspect he would include taking care of God's creation, the human and non-human, our neighbors, the birds, the plants, the animals, land, water, and air. In preparation for this presentation, I read several sermons regarding today's gospel reading. I came across a sermon by the Reverend Roy Elmquist from 2013 when he was serving the Washington Memorial Church in Valley Forge. He wrote, Jesus talks about sacrifice, but sacrifice today is not unique to the Christian church. Everywhere we look, we see people making sacrifices. Think of parents who give up almost every weekend to support their children at their athletic events, often putting thousands of miles on their cars. Think of the career-minded men and women who put in long hours at their work and endure grueling travel schedules in order to provide a good life for their families. Think of the folks who deny themselves in order to dress their children nicely, to provide memorable vacations, to save for their children's education, and to help their adult children with the burdens and debt. Reverend Alquist goes on to say, what Jesus is asking today is that we think about the things for which we are sacrificing. Have we made the main thing the main thing? Sacrificing for creation seems to me as one of the main things. Being a steward for creation is at its heart a covenant, a two-way commitment, both a gift to us from God and a demand for action. Being a true disciple of Christ who loves creation requires commitment. It's a pact. This covenant started literally at creation. God created the sun, the stars, and all the living species on the planet. In Genesis, we learn that God was very pleased with creation. Each day of creation is good, very good. What God created is complex and awe-inspiring. God then trusted creation to us to take care of, both nature and people. God creates something so amazing then gives it to us as a gift, and instead of taking care of it, we have exploited its resources and ignored, or worse, disregarded, the disruptive impact our actions have had on creation. According to the United Nations and many other scientists, nature is declining globally at rates unprecedented in human history, and the rate of species extinction is accelerating. Scientists agree that today's extinction rate is hundreds or even thousands of times higher than the natural baseline rate. Most agree 
that the threats to biodiversity are the result of human action, rapid habitat loss due to increased development, overhunting and fishing, increased impacts to species migration patterns, and destruction of habitat from fire, floods, excessive heat. The loss of land to development not only threatens biodiversity, it is also impacting our food sources. According to the Texas A&M Natural Resource Institute, Texas is losing 640 acres or one square mile of working lands every day to development to meet the demands of more than 1,200 new people moving to Texas every day. The loss of rural land reduces native grasslands, forest, and other important ecosystems while also impacting sources of food. Worst of all, the impact of increased urbanization combined with a changing climate is causing more floods and droughts, fires, heat, and food scarcity, of course, and loss of biodiversity. Unfortunately, these impacts have the greatest impact on our most vulnerable populations. The poorest and most vulnerable populations in the world and in communities throughout Texas feel the greatest impact from climate change. The lowest income housing is located in or near floodplains. The most economically under-resourced communities are the hottest. Some also lack dependable access to reliable drinking water and drought directly impacts agricultural production, which results in the loss of livelihood for those that work the fields. So, we are not only failing as stewards of the environment, we are also not being very good neighbors either. We are harming our fellow humans. Nature and people have and forever will be intertwined. We need nature to survive, and now more than ever, nature needs people to serve as disciples of Christ who love creation in order to ensure the sustainability of all living things. Just because God gave us dominion over nature doesn't mean we can be careless in our usage. Again, it's that covenant thing. God is demanding us to do our part. That pact we have with God as stewards of creation isn't something that God thought would be easy. It is a responsibility that requires commitment, and we all are falling short on our end of the deal. Admittedly, when I started my career, I did not feel called to be a steward of creation. For those of you that may not know, I worked at the San Antonio River Authority for 20 years and led that organization as general manager for 13 years until 2020. Working alongside the river, I became even more drawn to protecting our natural resources. Rivers have that effect. The beauty, the currents and eddies, the life teeming along its banks and within its pools and riffles. It was the river that drew me to become a disciple of Christ who loves creation. I wanted people to see the river as more than just a place for tourists but a valued natural resource worth protecting. As a community, our attention was on the protection of the Edwards Aquifer, and rightly so, that is our source of drinking water, but the appreciation of the river as a valued natural resource was a much harder sell. I believe in some small way, my 20 years of work has changed the perception of the San Antonio River, 
more residents enjoy the river and its many creeks and consistently support public investment in their improvement and protection. The river's ecosystem has been improved and species once gone for the river from the river have now returned. Both nature and people have benefited from a restored river ecosystem. There remains much to do to ensure that the river stays healthy and viable. Citizens must realize we are part of a large, larger watershed and what we do here impacts our neighbors downstream and ultimately the health of our bays and estuaries. By increasing appreciation and respect for the river and really all natural places, people gain affinity and passion toward wanting to protect them. Today, as the State Director for the Nature Conservancy in Texas, my discipleship is much more challenging. It is a big, fast-growing state with many environmental threats and lots of people to educate and hearts to change. The impacts of climate change are happening throughout the state. The droughts, the floods, the excessive heat, the freak ice storms, more intense hurricanes, sea level rise, and much more. Biodiversity loss is happening too. We have 1,300 species of greatest concern in Texas. Most recently, we learned that the beloved monarch butterfly has now been listed internationally as endangered due to habitat loss, pesticide use, and climate change. The potential loss of this iconic species would be devastating. Every day, I feel the urgency of the work ahead. There are a growing number of disciples of Christ who feel called to be stewards of creation, and we are working for incremental and meaningful steps towards conservation and environmental protection throughout the state. However, our voices must become louder and efforts to protect creation must become more aggressive to achieve meaningful and sustainable change and address the effects of climate change and population growth on the lives of all Texans. Our goal now is to get more true stewards of creation in positions of leadership and authority, both in government and in the boardrooms of corporations, and more disciples with love of creation demanding that nature is worth protecting. We need to achieve fundamental shifts in policies addressing carbon emissions, water scarcity, land fragmentation, land and water protection, and habitat loss. We need to have our eyes opened to the true impact of rapid growth on the landscapes of Texas. Polls show that citizens do want more parks and open spaces, and Texans are becoming more concerned about the impacts of climate change. Significant and lasting change will come when we hold our leaders accountable for the consequences of their decisions on our natural resources. We just need to make the main thing the main thing. As Jesus says, the cost of discipleship is great. Now back to that sermon of, Mr. of, of Reverend Roy Amelquist uh, that I mentioned earlier. He said, Jesus wants no delusioned disciples. He never wants someone to say, I had no idea it would be so difficult. The Christian life, including living into our responsibility from God to be stewards of creation, takes commitment. It demands that we take charge of our destiny and that we persevere. As we begin this season of creation, ask yourself, how can you live into being a disciple of Christ loving creation? What actions can you take 
from planting native milkweed for the monarch butterflies, ensuring the protection of the river, reducing your carbon footprint, picking up litter, supporting the work of local conservation organizations, are voting for candidates that support policies and actions that protect and restore land, water, and biodiversity. Let's live into our covenant with God and making and make protecting the planet and all that inhabit it our main thing. Thank you.